Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome, welcome, welcome to Mic'd Up on OWN. I am your host, Mika Gadsden, and it is Friday. This uh, I have a special guest. In, we have new equipment, y'all, so let me just be candid for everybody watching. We have new equipment here, so I'm just trying to make sure I sound right. But I do have a very special guest here. I have representative, is it SC House Rep? Yes, I am SC House Rep <laughs> of District 117. Of District 117, Crystal Simmons. Y'all clap. Everybody clap. So it sounds like I got a bunch of people in. <laughs> it is a bunch of people. It is. Crystal, ah. thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, we're coming, from, coming to the show. What's going on? Not much. Okay. What's up? Nothing. I'm, I wanted to have you here because this show... Um, you know, we talk about activism here. We talk about, I'm trying to turn this mic so, so I can see you. We talk about activism. We talk about um, a lot of important topics as it pertains to African Americans in the Charleston area. And what I've known over the years since I met you before you even became an elected official, I learned that there's just a, a big story in and around. There are so many different stories, hidden treasures, hidden figures throughout Charleston that people don't really know about. And I know people know you because yeah. you've been making noise. That's but can, can you just like tell people who you are? And yeah, just just introduce yourself. All right. Well, I'm a native of Ohio. I've been here 11 years, and I'm a single mother of five. Mm-hmm. Uh, I work at the Boeing Company as an single engineer mom planner. of five. I've been telling people single mom of four. I've been all messed uh, up. You cutting one of my kids? I'm out. sorry, kid. Yeah, which one? I one of my kids. Which one? The youngest one. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> my bad. Okay, go ahead. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I got five kids, and uh, I've been an engineering planner at the Boeing Company for about 11 years. Really? So uh, yeah, outside of that, I mentor and I volunteer around the city, uh, giving back. What don't you do? I know, right? No, for real, you do I a don't lot. Vacation enough. That's no, what I, I saw you just got back from like what was that? It was only three days. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but you went to uh, back to Ohio. I went to Cayman. I went to Cayman. Okay, I went to Ohio for a class reunion. That's I won't say how many years. No, that's all right. That's cool. I hope. Nah, I don't. <laughs> I hear you at that. But I want. I was really. I remember when I first met you. It was like um. It was over. It was a year over a year ago. Yeah, over a year ago. And I remember you were um because I was then a, a campaign manager working for Jim Gibson. And she had told me, she said, this is this woman running for office in a, a district next to 99 where mm-hmm. she was trying to run. And um, she, she's, she's doesn't, she's new to I politics. Yeah. <laughs> but then when I met you, I'm like, this can't be her. It was like a beautiful baby face. Ah. And I'm like, what? Yeah, and take so, that. Let's, yeah. Let's <laughs> yeah, clap for that. that. Let's <laughs> clap for the baby face. <laughs> but no, but like, tell me, like, how did you, you so you, you're in this area for about 11 years. How did it just come into your consciousness where you wanted to uh, run for office? So I will be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I have never been involved in politics. Mm-hmm. I've never done anything with politics besides vote in the presidential election. I didn't vote in any other election known to man. Really? I was sitting in my bed one night reading an article. Like, I'm a, I call myself a random reader. <laughs> good. I don't, I, I just never know what I'm going to be reading. That's a good and habit so to have. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't watch much TV. So. Mm-hmm. I was reading an article about it. The title was midterm elections and why they're important. Mm-hmm. So I started reading this article and I'm like, wow, like these are really the people who affect how I live. Mm-hmm. And so I started looking up the people, the person who uh, represented my area. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, well, <laughs> I don't feel like I'm being represented. What did you find out about that person? Well, you know, he kind of voted no to everything concerning women. Okay. And I was like, well, dang, do he not like us? Or, oh, you know, wow. what's the deal? So, so you didn't have a good voting record in pertaining to, to women's issues. Yeah, okay. I didn't really like it. Okay. So I um I did a little more digging into kind of how, how it works, how many people there are total, how many Republicans, how many Democrats. And I was like, wow, so many seats go unopposed. Right. So these people just kind of sit there year yep. after year. With uncontested. Uncontested. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, I went to sleep because I fell asleep reading. Oh, wow. And uh, I woke <laughs> up the next morning. I called my best friend, Twin, mm-hmm. and I said, uh, I'm going to run for the seat. And she was like, yes, what do we need to do? And I was like, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't going to ask no questions. <laughs> no, they thought, so your, your friend just, just pretty much thought you were ready, huh? Yeah, she said uh, it kind of is already in line with what I was doing around the city. So she felt like it would be a good next move. Oh, man. And, I, you know what, I think your story is not unlike a lot of other women, like especially the past two years, I would say since the 2016 uh, presidential election. Let me ask you, how much of that was inspired, you think, to even consider running? Did you get swept up? I know you don't watch a lot of television, but you read. 
So were you swept up by some of the, the stories that I saw in Vogue and, and Elle mm. on, on, in the New York Times about women running? Honestly, no. Mm. Uh, I was not affected by that. Uh, 2016 was the only year I never wanted to vote for president. I, hear you. Uh, I didn't like either candidate, I'll be honest with you. Yep. Um, but I think that for me, the push was doing the ordinary with ordinary, right? Mm. So I'll be honest with you. Let me be transparent for just a moment. Please be as candid when, as you can. Yeah. When I started looking at the other candidates in the House and looking at their resumes and all those things, I, you know, they have a, a list of things that they've accomplished mm. or done. And, you know, it's very daunting when you're looking at it and you're just a regular person like me. You're like, you know, I don't have all these credentials. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, you know what? So what? I care about the people. Mm. I care about the issues. And who better would know what we need than one of us? Right. So I said, you know, with that, I'm going to go. So one thing that I've done is I haven't updated my resume th on the on the page. It still looks really short. It's like a barely a paragraph. Right. No. <laughs> because um, a lot of the things, what they don't tell you is that a lot of those credentials come after you've already won. A lot of those committee assignments and, and groups oh, and things, okay. those come after. But they don't, it doesn't look like that when you're thinking about running. You're like, man, I don't, I don't got nothing on my list. Right. They got like 20 things. Right. Oh. So it makes you feel unqualified. Okay. And that's interesting. I think that's the perspective that people people get intimidated. I've, I've even had conversations with folks when I try to, to speak on um, the current political climate and try to break down the candidates. And I get like maybe no engagement. And I realize not that people don't care is that they don't feel like they're qualified to, to even levy in, like, yeah, even jump into the, yeah, yeah, to speak in the conversation. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm just like you. I, but I just read voraciously. I'm naturally curious. And so I, I find answers to stuff that, um, that, you know, unanswered questions. So that's awesome. But So you weren't influenced. That's what I really like about you. You're not really a person that's led by any narrative, mm -mm. any type of group think. You yeah, kind of arrive well, at your own conclusions on, on your own. I am very yeah. rebellious yeah. Uh, in the aspect of moving with a group. Uh, yeah. you know, I don't mind getting along with people. I think I do that well. No, you do that. But right. um, <laughs> as far as how I think, right. it's like, ah, uh, well, why not? And, and I think, so this is a question. I, I don't have any children. Um, but as a mom of five, and you work at Boeing, and I, and I can only imagine the demands there as a manager must be very high. How did you, like, think about how you would approach it? Um, I had a family meeting. <laughs> all right, so if you're old school, you know what a family meeting is. Mm. So we used to have those all the time <laughs> when I was little, but yeah, I called a family meeting with my mom and my sister and my kids. Oh, okay. And I told them what I was thinking about doing. I also told them that I had no idea what that looked like as far as my time or schedule. Mm. And I uh, just asked them would they be willing to sacrifice, a, as well as a few close friends, uh, if necessary, right. until we figured out what worked for us and, yeah. and they were they were all in agreement wow. they, they backed me and they said uh whatever we need to do let's figure it out so what what what, what do you think made them kind of you must be it must have been who you were prior to running to give them that confidence because i know if i tell my mom mom I'm gonna start my own business <laughs> start my own drywall <laughs> business she's gonna ask me a bunch of questions like wait a minute uh, right drywall right right I'm just, i just said that like <laughs> arbitrarily right. but like but what what is it you think about you that made your family like say nah you got this I think I've always kind of been a, a storm chaser, okay. for lack of a better word. Yeah. And, uh, I have a strong back, as I would like to say, right. so I don't mind a challenge here or there. Yeah. And they know I can pretty much bear it, so I think they were like, you know what, we're not going to hold her back. Okay. You know, if, if anything else, we're not going to stop her. Okay. And so as you, you said that you were here for 11 years, and I forgot to ask you early on when you started your story, what brought you to Charleston? Because it's not like Ohio, even though we do have a lot of Ohioans here for yeah. some reason, and hey. New Jerseyans. Hey. Woo -woo. Wait, hold up. Ohio's better. Uh, uh, no, well, Jersey's Well, listen, <laughs> we're tired of shoveling snow at midnight. Me too. You know, that's that's don't, number don't one reason selfish. why I moved down here. I ain't going to go Exactly. <laughs> Getting up early before snow. work. Right. I mean, listen, when you can check your mail in December <laughs> yes. in shorts, yes. you'll I'm, never go back. I'm telling you, that was the number Ever. one reason. Yes. That part. Yes. But, uh, no, seriously, uh, my sister is Navy. Oh, okay. And I moved, actually, to Virginia Beach with her. Mm. But, like, a month after I got there, they got orders to come directly here to Goose Creek. Oh, wow. I was like, uh, well, I wasn't prepared to live on my own. Right. So uh, they packed me up with them, and oh. we arrived at 
Goose Creek, which we laughed about incessantly because we had never heard of that city name. Right. <laughs> and right behind Goose Creek was Hungry Neck Boulevard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I make a joke about that like, one. Wait, yeah. There's a boulevard called Hungry I'm Neck? I'm like, there's an adult uh, actress out here with an interesting name. <laughs> anyway, I'm joking. But that's yes. how I got here. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, so you got here by way of the Navy. And by actually, way of the Navy. And the Navy has some strong roots here. I think people forget that because I know that the, the parts of the base had closed down and jobs had closed down here, but there's still yeah. lots of military presence still. Lots of. We yeah. stayed on the Naval Weapons Station for well over a year. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay, well, so you came with family. So family, that's why family plays such an important part. Of your, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Is your family still here? Yeah, or? they're still here. Actually, we've added a few people to the mix. <laughs> that's what's up. <laughs> so that's great. So so we fast forward. Let's go back to I met you at the convention. And do you remember how you got to the convention or anything? Because even to this day, even though I went back this year and you went back in a totally different capacity, mm-hmm. it still was a whirlwind. That, that, I remember that was my first time in South Carolina's convention. Okay, so Jen actually asked me that I want to sit right. at your table. I remember. That's right. And I accepted. Right. I had no idea what the convention was. Right. I had no idea what they did there. Now, look, back it up. So where were we at? We were at the Blue Palmetto Dinner? Yes. Okay, so what is that for those who don't understand what the that Blue is? Blue Palmetto dinner is where all the the democratic people who love to be democratic (laughs) gather eat and be posh yeah and it's also where a lot of candidates go to start mixing and mingling and getting people on their side and trying to woo people over personally right right right. um i didn't know that until year two because the first year i saw everything at once it was that's one big blur i really didn't know what i was doing and i wasn't mingling at all (laughs) i know i know think about we all were just sitting at the table because there was a lot of freshmen at that table i believe my friend sam who ran for congress um i just was the first time uh Mm -hmm. you know campaign manager j.a moore was at our table with his wife victoria michael yates yeah michael yates was at the table yeah it was a lot of us new like like kind of fresh faces yeah okay so this year oh no let's stay let's stay last year so we went to the blue palmetto dinner and then we went to the fish fry um yeah and i remember that was a little overwhelming i was mad because i thought we should have been there sooner because it looked like we got there a little late yeah uh, you know we were still learning that in, yeah in politics mm-hmm. it is uh proper etiquette to actually come late yeah and leave early right right um, everything that you grew up <laughs> learning yeah. you have to unlearn yeah yeah and remix it yeah and so <laughs> <laughs> and um <laughs> that was one thing so did so so this year take us into mind so you um no we didn't have to talk about your election you know what i'm gonna do let me take a i'm gonna take a g herbo break um <laughs> i'm gonna take a quick oh my I god people can hear that <laughs> got it all the way up i'm gonna take a quick break i'm gonna end this well hey taylor <laughs> i'm about to take a break i'm gonna regroup I'm going to take the story back, Crystal, to where we're talking about, like, how you ran for office, like, just the whole uh, election campaign um, type of uh, experience. But let me just, for those who are listening, this is Miked Up on OWN. You're listening to 96.3 FM on radio, your nonprofit, non-commercial radio station. We're broadcasting live from Workshop here at 1503 King Street inside of the OWN radio studio. And, again, this is Mika Gadsden. This is Miked Up. And I'm about to play some really loud, obnoxious rap music for you, for everyone who is like used to like fiddles and folk music. But yeah, we're gonna take a quick break and be back with Crystal Simmons. Sorry, my, this is my life. I went by my own pole. You already know what I'm on blow. I had to walk to school with it. I could tell no long no. Right in front of the police grip. Probably thought it was my phone though. Never panicked, I didn't get it. I seen a hundred killings. We ain't never go by schools or chill. Cap that, I'm like, yeah. Way before rap, I was real no limit. You know what I can't trust, trust, trust because gotta watch my brother. No, we came up off everything cut though. Matter of fact, I ain't gonna say nothing else. Heard it turned out bad luck for brother. No, I got everything under my belt. Total of 40 clocks, that's for my health. Remember, it was just me and Max on the block. Pass came in, put tracks on the block. Overcharge, overcharge, tax to the block. First, 100 racks on the block. Pop out without my, without my block on rock. Don't lie, they went up top. I remember them nights up top. You gon' die, they went up top. It was like 4 a.m. on the morning, August 10th. We was on the block, shoot dice, yeah, that was when Kobe went. I ain't never know you walked off for them shots of play. Cairo called your name out, he was on top of it. You already know how we rock it, rock it, rock it. Stand on top of shit. Zip lock it. Fifth shot, he hit it. This rock, we did it. I ain't trying to talk, we with it. 100 shot talks, keep it fitted. We don't got an IP finish. Wake up in Sister Leona, they sit on open my mouth like a dentist. They just ran and ran and ran all night, cause I told them to hop on that business. So we used to get outside all night, just trying, man, our business. We get caught doing this, gon' get a life sentence. My heart cold, and my eyes glisten. My tell me I'm too high, and I'm just like, listen. Gotta stay high, cause I think too much, I get the trip. Gotta stay high, cause I blink too much, I get the blink. 
about a hundred million. When I get a vision, I can't let no new trick me through no Twitter mention. Gotta lead the hood right now, or you gon' be statistics. Gotta lead the streets right now, like that's a big decision. I make rich decisions. Graduating the streets, I'm trapping, call that pants wish. Ain't no cap or whatever, I'm worth my niggas seeing it with me. I need a hundred fifty. I made sacrifice for niggas who really wasn't in with me. That's why I ain't friendly. Is you really with me? Cause I feel an envy. And this is in me. And I keep it with me. Like this Jimmy. Told him bell out, nigga. I'm sitting here, this hit me. Fuck big wet and slim. Left right hand pull out with me, hit me. And this Draco a mini. I know you heard about Kenny. I know you heard about Benny. Yeah, I ain't heard about any. Bears, bread, getting niggas dead, shit I done did for pot. I just hated all my real niggas dead, now I got my bread up. I'm in the rack so weird, there, I still gotta keep my head up. And my boxers, finger cloth my tips and load the lid up. Say you gang bang, what you, what you scared for? Slept in trap houses before I got rich, filled up a bed bug. Slept in halls on 78th, that's just because my mans was. For my dogs, I done did it all, back against the wall. What you needed, it was just a call, I won't rich it all. Same niggas since day one, they still with me, ain't switch it off. I told them people question me, can't snitch it all. And these street niggas make the rules, now they switch the law. Can't respect a water, no capacity involved. And I'm still with my dog. And we duck and ditching law. We already beat this shit, we just try to stay rich, that's all. We already beat this shit, we just try to stay rich, that's all. That's all, huh? Yeah. Street women. You know? Gang only man, you know we bring the stew out right next to the buttons and all that, you know. Gang up. Southside on the track, yeah. Big bro said this that. Weighing it up. Scaling that bitch, man. Counting up, you know. Stacking the profit. When you think about a profit, you see it all for yourself, cause there ain't no future. It's right now what you make. It's right now what you making. You get in front it, that's what you touching, that's not what you making. And I'm still with dreadheads like I was Jamaican. And we still risk taking. Get a half a brick shaking, then a half a book shaking. Yeah, I wear them face masks, so I don't look wasted. Still sticking to the basics. Big bro, the real deal, he gon' bust that bitch tasting. It's that little hair rind, crack floating, this lace. Still straight from 7 9, every day in different states, kid. Give my lawyer 50 more, I ain't trying to face a bid. Jealousy of muffin. See it in your face, it is. I ain't hurt a muffin. Why you gotta hate the kid? You like 30 years old, trying to chase the kids. Daddy did that, but he don't know. Why you hate the kid? I done seen it all. I don't trust us all. We try and get you gone. Yeah, but that's the star. We was in the issue since we from. Way before the streets, it was B-Ball. They sent it up, it's going down like Seesaw. Then everybody start shooting, that's what she saw. Red, red, all red, that's what we saw. Look like he hit in the head, that's what we saw. And we dug it hard till we see the fans. Talking about the ball. Pack said touchdown, know he about to call. You know I don't play it by my dog. You know we don't stop it all. Wop score the 12, we gon' drop it all. And we see the 12, we don't stop it all. I'ma get away or go to hell. This a 12, we don't stop it all. Still here with real. You think I forgot about big dog? Tweak, watch your top, cause I'm rock. We knocking at it, y'all. Hustle like a motherfucker. No, we dropping at it, y'all. If he try and tax, we cop 50. Knock all at it, y'all. Still gotta ride with a 50. And I ride with a 50. All hundreds, I'm outside with a 50. Pop out this bitch on my side. Flash and it's empty. Mad, I've been in my bag. Now I'm in the city. Y'all know Molly and Max. I know Scratchy and Itchy. Learned the whole lake sure. I was riding with Richie. I don't think he seen his son before he died. That hit hit me. Slim ain't never see his son before he died. That hit hit me. I ain't cried in a minute. I be crying. This should be hitting. I be trying to leave the hood alone, but that this don't fit me. No, I'm still about it, about it. I'm outside in my dick. I don't even post to be, but I'm outside with my blicky. I know I'ma shoot this bitch. And so is everybody with me. I be trying to say the bag, but I got everybody with me. You know I've been rapping like this since y'all don't really hit me. But you don't probably know about that, cause y'all won't really with me. I'm still right here with 60. I'm still out here in my biggity. I'm gonna get to the get rid of me. I'm ready for all of my enemies. I'm gonna finish victorious over all of my enemies. Nah, uh, nah, nah. All right, welcome back to Mic'd Up on Ohm. This is Mika Gadsden. You're listening to 96.3 
FM on radio, and today I'm speaking with my very special guest, Crystal Simmons, SC House Rep from one District 117. Crystal, Crystal, and I got I kind of like told people as we were um, as I prepped for the show, I was telling people that you're like Black History because you are the what? I'm the first what? black woman to win my district seat. Wow. I'm the youngest black woman in the house. Are you really? I am the first black woman at Boeing to ever win a public office in South Carolina. Wow. And I'm the first person at Boeing company-wide to ever work and serve at the same time. See, that's the part about I like your work-life balance game is on, like, on another level. Is it? <laughs> I my hope it's balance. life balance game ain't working. <laughs> I gotta do something. Well, you know, after all that, let's all like, give a round just so it sounds like, again, we got a whole bunch of people in here. We do, we do. <laughs> I'm a whole bunch of people. We got Tatiana, we got Brooklyn. They ain't on mic, but we just gonna shout them out. And we got my friend over here with Mr. Sangria, Scam Cook. Let me stop. Wait, is that Sangria? What's that, wine? It's tea. It's be- oh, it's, it's beer. Okay. Oh, he's drinking out of a fancy been- wine glass. I know. That's my type it's of a Diddy Negro. It's a Diddy. <laughs> Hood on the album. Mm, I mean, on the <laughs> got it. I got it. Uh huh. Anyway, so yeah, your story. We are a mess. This is what I love, though. This is what I love black people. I love black black radio. Yeah, we got texture. <laughs> got texture. I'm gonna let you do it. All right. So yeah, you you're the you you did all you've done all these first. You were also featured. Um, your quote. Was featured on the front time of the New York Man, Sunday Times, y'all. My mind was blown. I spent thirteen dollars on copies. <laughs> that paper is not Blew cheap. Blew my mind. And it was just like it was amazing, just hearing, just seeing like all this like brown, this ground you're breaking. But yet, uh, I don't be seeing, I don't be seeing your name the way. I don't think it'd be ringing bells the way it needs to ring off. But uh, eh, the bells is coming. They coming. And I know you don't do it for recognition, yeah, but I but I do think that women should be acknowledged, especially women who break. Like I said, break ground. I think they should be acknowledged for like you know doing what you've done. So I'm just giving you your flowers. Just I, to I quote Benny that. since he's Thank in you. here. <laughs> Give oh, you a flower. Well, I can see. I can yeah. smell them. Yes, Come exactly. On, That's the old church thing. Yeah. So so you're the first one to do this, and you work, you still work at Boeing. So how do you do it? Tell us how you make it all work. Uh, honestly, let me just give you a day by day, play uh-huh. by play. Uh-huh. Oh, that rhyme. I'm something like a rapper you out are. here. Um, <laughs> day by day for me in the state house. When I have to work in the state house, I actually work um, Friday through Monday at Boeing and Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at the state house. So I literally work seven days a week from January through May. Wow. And uh, a lot of times I would get up in the morning. So I, I scheduled it so my kids would only miss me for one complete day. Okay. Uh, but I come back on Tuesday and Thursday and I stay over on Wednesday. So I drop them off at school. Okay. I go to Columbia. I come back and typically this one here, Brooklyn always has some kind of athletic event. So I either have to do practice or go to a meet. How, man, ask how old is cook. Brooklyn? Brooklyn is 14. Get out. You tall. I know, right? What? She's taller than me. How tall are you, Brooklyn? I don't know. How tall is Brooklyn? She want to be like 5'6". Okay. But, okay. But, yeah, so you have her athletics. I've seen you. Yeah, well, I, you know, <laughs> I, actually, all my kids play sports except for the tiny ones. So okay. Um, typically, I have to do that and cook <laughs> and get them ready for bed. Right. We still got to do homework. Right. You know, it takes a village, but... I mean, most of the time, I do most of it. I try to do most of it. And, and the older kids help out a little bit? Or when the <laughs> spirit hit them. <laughs> well, they got to hold it down. But like you said, you have family in the in the area and whatnot. And just, it sounds amazing. I don't know. how I, I have no excuses. Yeah, let me shout out my mom, yo. Yeah. Moms, Elizabeth Matthews. Uh, she holds me down for sure. Yeah. No problem. She always <laughs> says no problem. Okay. I got it. That's what's up. No, but that's important. I think... I can identify with having a working mom growing up. My mom was in healthcare, so she worked at the hospital. Yeah, like, mine too. Right, so 11 to 7. We And I have a twin brother, so we used to just kind of look out for each other, be latchkey kids. We got ourselves up in the morning. But um, I could only imagine having a mom that had your workload and then your serving. Wow. So so tell me how – so you, you told us before the break, you told us, like, how you ran for office. You, you told us why you ran – you mentioned how it was a blur when I first met you at the convention last year. Mm-hmm. Tell me, after you come back from the convention and you had, you know you had to get to work and start a campaign, how, how did it start? It didn't. Um, <laughs> I, honestly, so after I met you all, mm-hmm. that was the most exposure I had to local politics in my entire life. Mm-hmm. So everybody kept saying, like, 
go you need to start campaigning mm. that's real good when you know what campaigning is right i didn't know what campaigning was except for what i had read mm. so i literally didn't know what to do uh I got on Vistaprint and stacked some coupons like a mother. Okay. And ordered me some oversized postcards. Okay. And I think I had six yard signs total. Wow. And I put those out. Somebody stole all of them. Oh. I never collected any of them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I literally used um, the apps. Like Obama had created these apps when he was president, when he ran for president. Mm-hmm. And um, I used those and did um, all that. And at the near near the middle. A lot of high schoolers called and said they wanted to help me phone bank, oh, which was wow. a blessing in disguise because yeah. I didn't even know most of them. But right. I sent them the app and the link, yeah. and they literally called on my behalf. The mm. app pops up, and it tells them what to right, say. the script. Hangs yeah. up and everything. So that was pretty fluid. I didn't knock on one door. Where do they come from, if you don't mind me asking? You know? Some were from Goose Creek. Some were from Somerville. Wow. Some were from North Charleston High. I wonder High. who sent them your way. I have no idea. Wow. Uh, <laughs> literally. And they were able to use a lot of it as credit hours, so oh. that worked out real good. Yeah. That's amazing. That's grassroots as I don't know what. That's that's awesome. So so phone banking and a very modest campaign. If you don't mind me ask, I'm sure we can find this information. It's publicly disclosed. But how much did your campaign spend, how did you spend on campaigning? Uh, I think we spent uh, a whopping $700. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> we broke the bank. Wow. Yes, I know. No, you're impressed. Do you have any idea what your competition, the the, the man you um, you unseated? What's his name, by the his way? His name is Bill Crosby. That's right. With the R. <laughs> With the R. <laughs> um, okay. Um, it's a very unfortunate. I don't know how much money he had because yeah. I had no idea how to look that up. Oh, okay. So Still don't. Okay. I, I, you someone, know, I don't know how to do quoted. polling and, right. and all this. I just know he had signs everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, someone told me told me his number, but it doesn't escape me. But it was something, it was something like phenomenal. You outspent, he outspent you. That's all I have to say. I know that. Like you said, you saw you saw his name everywhere. Everywhere. So, but at the end of the night, you saw the votes just what? Like they just how how much did you win by? Do you know? I won by almost a thousand. I think more than him. Almost. What? Almost. Yeah. Uh, so you know, it was crazy. I was so tired. <laughs> at the end of, I, I was doing everything I knew how to do, which right. was wearing me out with being a mother, and working. Um, and so at the near the <laughs> end, probably like three weeks out, uh-huh. I, I think I called Jen and I said, I'm tired. I don't want to do anything else. And she's like, well, don't, you okay, know, that's good like, don't do anything if you don't feel like it. So I literally stopped and I met J.A. right around that time. Uh-huh. And they were like, oh, everybody's like, are you throwing a watch party? And I was like, oh, no, <laughs> like I'm tired. <laughs> so I, I looked at J.A. and I said, um, man, can you please just throw a watch party and invite me and my family? Like, we'll come yeah. and just watch with y'all. Yeah. And he was like, I can do that. So yeah. I said, okay. So he, that's what he did. And, you know, on TV, when they throw a watch party, they take all their kids and yeah. dress them up. And they, I mean, they turn up yeah. all night. <laughs> yeah, no. We did that. I took all my kids, my friends, my family came out. And uh, we were hungry, so we ate. <laughs> and about two hours in, we realized they were still voting. Oh, wow. But my kids had school the next morning, <laughs> and I had to go to work. So <laughs> I hugged Jay and told him I was going to have to watch from home. And right. uh, on my way home, I remember Rajon Lewis, he called me like every two minutes. And who is that, for those, those who don't know? Rajon is, uh, he is the distinguished mentor uh, with the Distinguished uh, Gentlemen. Gentlemen's uh-huh. Club, and he also works for Low Country Youth Services, and okay. he has a new position now uh, with another group that I can't recall okay. off the top of my head, but he's very, very uh, big in volunteering and mentorism uh-huh. around the Low Country. Okay. Um, but he was calling and updating me with numbers faster than I could even oh, see man. him on, on my phone. Right. And so when I got home, I put my kids in the bed. And uh, I sat on the couch, quote unquote, to uh-huh. watch the numbers. Uh-huh. I think it was like 50 50. Mm. Yeah, well, the last two precincts took a little bit longer than expected. Uh-huh. And uh, I was asleep. <laughs> I woke up to my phone ringing, and it was Rajon. <laughs> and when I picked up, he said, You won. Oh, you won. man. And I was like, I won. Wow. <laughs> that is amazing, though. I was asleep. I had been up since three that morning. Yeah, outside. you were ready, and you had to go to work. Yeah, did you call like, out? Did you call out? No, I went. I would have been like, yo, I want an election. I'll see y'all next time. <laughs> <laughs> but they weren't paying me. No, yet. that's right. <laughs> Keep right. it real. Hey, hey, hey. I'm very working class. I, I hear need that. all of my I need all my scratch. I got you. So okay, so you, you find out you win. Did you get a concession call from the um the from Mr. Crosby? I did not. Okay. Actually a few months ago I saw him at the state house <laughs> and he told me he tried to call me with the number he had didn't work. Yes. 
really hard to believe because yeah. that night I had to turn my phone off because I got so many random phone calls yeah. from people I didn't know. So. Right, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. But I'm glad you, you, you know, you... I'm just happy the story ended up the way it is. Let me ask you something. So you won. What what would you tell women? And I'm going to go back to like how you are now in office and at the state house every day. But what would you tell women who kind of see that they want to be a part of change and they're just new to politics? What would you tell to women after after that? I would tell them to persevere. Really? So, you know, uh, let me have a moment here. Yeah. All right. So what I typically do when I talk to women is I, I want women to understand what we do well mm. what we do well is we balance no matter how many factors you give us that are impossible we will figure out a way to make them work and if you add two more at the last minute <laughs> we will also figure out <laughs> a way to make it work mm. so if you're going to drag yourself into bed tired and hurting at night you might as well add yourself to that priority list um, it's it's so subliminally taught that we care for others more than we care for ourselves mm. And it's very damaging to us because when we look up, we look back and we haven't done everything that we thought we could do, mm -hmm. wanted to do, or had aspirations to do. Um, so I need women to understand that you, you can have it all. You can mm -hmm. do it all. And the fact that people want you to believe that you cannot mm -hmm. is fake news. Right. That's ridiculous. <laughs> and, and having it all can look like anything you want it to look like. That's right. There, <laughs> there is no American dream. No. <laughs> the American dream is different for everybody. Right. Owning a home is not the pinnacle of the American dream. Mm. If it doesn't fit your lifestyle, right. then how is that your dream? Right. You have to be able to shape and, and create your own dream. But in order to do that, you have to break your mindset from the ideologies that you've been taught over the years. Mm. Um, so I think a big part of what we have to do is turn off the other voices in our heads. Mm -hmm. You know, um, social media will have you fat, depressed, oh and lonely in a matter of five minutes if you let it. Right. So I, I think it's very important to understand that that inner voice you know spend time with it get mm. to know it okay. get comfortable with it right and, and i think too like with you you kind of rewrote the script so um everything that i i remember like and, and jen did too like jen um to her to her credit i think jen was trying to run a very interesting campaign but i think she was very um and she was so generous and she was open to other people and helping others but i think what what she went awry was it felt more like somebody else's campaign and that's no that's not a judgment thing it's more like i felt like she was following the script like she was in you know certain things that that would that would denote power and being connected and she placed a premium on that uh and again jen gibson was the candidate who ran for district 99 against nancy mace who subsequently lost but but jen was a um you know she was motivated by something something decent so i felt like you rewrote the script you didn't go i didn't see you click up and you might have have to click up now maybe as a function of what you <laughs> you're shaking her head no absolutely but i didn't want to assume but no i i think you you're rewriting everything even when uh, you and i had lunch a couple of weeks ago you 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 talk about how you kind of just you shake you shake the table wherever you at yeah, you know at, at my thing house. is who gets to decide what's right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I do things that feel natural to me. Mm -hmm. um, I get along with people as long as you get along with me. Mm -hmm. I can talk and get along with anybody on any level. If As long as you're treating me decent, I will treat you just the same. Mm -hmm. Since when does it become a time where one person gets to decide who's better, who's right. worth? You know, when people ask you what you do for a living, they're, in my opinion, they're simply get to asking themselves how much of their time you deserve. Mm. Um, it doesn't matter what I do for a living because everything er, everything that everybody does makes the world go round. If we didn't have any janitors, all the bathrooms would be nasty and you wouldn't be able to pee anywhere. Right. If we didn't have any cooks, you wouldn't be able to eat. Right. If we didn't have any CEOs, we wouldn't right. have any companies to get right. business to. Right. Th everybody has a vital role. Mm -hmm. I think for me, uh, I bring balance mm -hmm. um, and balance of perspective. You mm -hmm. know, I, I know that as an activist, mm -hmm. a lot of times um, I know I see a lot of people saying racism, racism, racism. Mm -hmm. And in my opinion, everything is not racism. Mm -hmm. Some things are just simply white male elitist. Right. It's, it's and, a, it's and a combination of mindset. Yeah, right? yeah, and so yeah, yeah. What, what we've now come to right. is this society that desires to polarize us. Mm -hmm. What I simply do, mm -hmm. I refuse to let you, define for me mm -hmm. what my opinion is right if i say that i'm pro-choice right you don't get to tell me that i'm pro-abortion <laughs> i right. did not give you permission <laughs> to tell me what my opinion was right i do not believe in frivolous abortions okay or things like that 
Just for those listening in, again, this is Miked Up on Ohm. I'm your host, Mika Gadsden, and you're listening to my guest, Crystal Simmons. Excuse me, state rep. I keep messing up. Your title. State Representative Crystal Simmons of District 117. I'm just going to record that and just say that. All right, and we're talking about Crystal's um, history-making run, um, you know, running for the office for the first time, being the first black woman elected to her district, the youngest uh, current member right now in the house and the uh she's breaking records with, with boeing as well okay so you don't let anyone you don't subscribe to to group think you set, you chart your own course and that's important that's how you approach your campaign so um fast forward to you're elected and then you have to what become inaugurated inaugurated oh we got sworn in so sworn the swearing in, in is, I mean, is simply uh fami- <laughs> um it's simply a what's that word a formality a formality mm-hmm. it's simply a formality mm-hmm. you actually take office the day that you win Oh really? Yeah, there is no actual start date. Okay. Um, you are the you are the person. Were you ready on day one? I was not, <laughs> and I'm glad nobody called. Yeah, because that's cool. um, yeah, there there's a lot that you have to learn um, about what goes into it, and so that some of the experience is very necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also having a new perspective is also necessary. Um, I was pleasantly surprised to find out how many people don't read. Oh my And goodness. don't listen well. Come. In the state house. Can, can we get Amen over here? Is he looking off? Because we talk about this ad nauseum. Yeah. It's amazing. And not and this is not to denigrate anyone, but we have to start reading again. We have to start Even reading. Even if it's just a newspaper, just read your newspaper a day. We what, what we're doing is we're dumbing down people to only be a workforce. So... <sighs> Even with our students in the school, you know, we're preparing them to be in the workforce. We're not sparking any creativity. No. We're not sparking any love for learning. We're not raising any entrepreneurs. Nothing. Mm-mm. Nothing. We're, we're not We're not raising independent thought. And when I say mm. independent, people take that word and they make it a bad word. Mm-mm. But th- that just simply means that you're, you're willing to try something that you have cultivated on your own. Mm. And I think that it's important to have that balance in society. I think ultimately we all want to live comfortable. Mm-hmm. We all want kind of the same things. But again back to the ideology that you have to be extreme one way or the mm-hmm. other that's ridiculous right. everything in this life takes compromise right this, this I, th- I do believe that we're being force fed binary choices we either black or white this or that when we fight people make money mm-hmm. and and that's what and so let me let's back let's oh this is why i really rock with you because this is where too like um i at the election i know i, I know i also broke with my candidate because i got tired for different reasons and I got tired of the theater of com- like combative politics, and I um I stopped listening to what you looking looking at Brooklyn. You say? <laughs> I don't want her to eat my cupcakes. <laughs> but no, I stopped I I stopped watching the CNN and all of the MSNBC because I felt like we were we were definitely being exploited, like we we're being outraged on purpose, and then people are profiting. The ad dollars go up because we're watching more cable news and. Yada, yada, yada. I, to be honest with you, I kind of think that people want this dude to have a second term so they can make more money for four more years. All right, so listen, y'all mm-hmm. know the algorithm, yeah. algorithms on Facebook are set up the exact mm-hmm. same way. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times that clickbait when, it, you yeah. know, it's like a black lives issue yeah. and mm-hmm. things like that. You know, mm-hmm. I, the, the thing I want our people to understand mm-hmm. is uh, for black people uh, is I'm, I said black people because I'm specifically no, talking to talk the to illnesses that come through our people. Mm-hmm. You know, teach your kids what you wish you knew, but teach them early. Mm. If your kids can work an iPad, if they can watch YouTube, mm-hmm. if they can understand how to get there, my five-year-old can navigate, and she, she can read a little. Mm-hmm. But she can find every video she wants. Mm-hmm. They can understand the content. It's, it's how you give it to them. Communication is a two-way receiver. It's not only how you give it, but how they receive it. Mm-hmm. And what you want to do is you want to be in control of how your kids perceive things. Mm-hmm. You don't want them to find out from the world. Right. Because then you never know what they're going to get. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but don't hold your kids back. Right. Want your kids to have more than what you had. And, and don't take that as a lick. It's not against you. Right. It's just that that's what progress means. Right. Progress means um, making advances on what has already been. Right. And more, it could not just be more money. It could be more time reading, more, you know, uh, more peace in the home. I don't money, know. What, 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 yeah. Money is not happiness. Right, at all. <laughs> money money is a means to an end. Right. It will it will give you the things that you need mm-hmm. want, but it may not give you the yeah. things that you need. Right. And so... Um, I think that black people have to be very cognizant mm-hmm. of the things that come with being black. Mm-hmm. And by those things, I'll be more specific, mm-hmm. is the aggression, mm-hmm. the emotion, mm-hmm. the soul tie. We're soul tie type of people. Mm-hmm. That's the richness that mm-hmm. makes us us. Mm-hmm. That is the texture mm-hmm. that adds to our personalities mm-hmm. and how we move and how we breathe and how we interact with people, right? Right. 
But what we don't see is that people under people who learned how to understand that mm-hmm. they profit from that because right. they use those triggers right. to make us move. Right. And, and it's almost like directing a choir, right? It is, yeah, right? yeah. So we have to be careful when you find somebody. It's almost like when your mama tell you about a man. If it, <laughs> if they look too good and it <laughs> sounds too good, you might right. want to start asking more questions. Right, absolutely. If, if if they're selling us something that look and feel so well, mm-hmm. it's like, man, well, what yeah. are they getting out of it? Right, you know, right. And, it, and not to say it's always going to be ulterior, but no, but we're a charisma. We become a charismatic society now where we're moved more by emotion than by like what than by reasoning. Right. So and right. a lot of the political decisions that go on are business decisions. Right. But if you're emotionally connected, I, I mean, I literally have heard people say, I hate this person. <laughs> I hate this person. I know somebody who robbed you twice and you don't <laughs> hate them, but you hate a presidential candidate that you ain't met once. Right. Right. How? There's something about that. Right. That's off balance. Right. right? So. So people have to get back to that mindset and then people don't know how to use the power of their vote right mm-hmm. uh, i get a lot of people who ask me how how to be more effective mm-hmm. use the power of your vote mm-hmm. you mean to tell me you don't eat lunch or, or talk to anybody else <laughs> there's no way and right. if a candidate believes that a group of y'all will get together mm-hmm. and vote against them they will move on your behalf like jesus walking on water right they want they want you to right churches right uh community groups I mean, I'm telling you, you can't leave your people blindsided. You right. have to teach them. Okay. So you said you, so you started, you started your, um, your day. You had like a learning curve. You kind of, you caught up, you tried to catch up in terms of what to do as a newly elected member of the house. What did you, what was kind of one of your, your biggest, your biggest lessons that you learned really quickly? Uh, the rules. <laughs> okay. The did you rules? break the rules first? <laughs> well, first of all, I called the speaker, Mr. Chair, more times than I can count. Okay. And uh, I yeah I have broken some rules because I don't I didn't know the rules right. But when I get frustrated, I, either somebody gonna teach me or it's gonna be ugly. Like right. <laughs> I mean like you know it's not. Were you embarrassed though when you kind of made mistakes? No. Okay. <laughs> okay, I have a quote. Okay. And it was on my banner for the Martin Luther King parade. Uh huh. And it says, "Never be intimidated by that which can be learned." Okay. Right. Right. Nobody woke up knowing it all. Right. Okay. That is the confidence that I stand on. Right. Nobody. Right. Do you hear me? Right. Somebody had to teach them or show them. But did anyone make you feel kind of like, try to make you feel like, oh, you don't know, you, you're not going to last? Or nah, we keeping it 100 now. Yeah. All right, so. <laughs> I ain't trying to start, and I just really, yeah. She's trying to start something, no, but no, I'm going to let, yeah. let her go. I'm going to let her go. I'm going to cut her loose. Okay. But, you know, it was a, like some Democrats that run over it. You know, they try to, like, silence you, like, when they don't like what you got to say right. or if, you, if you're going against certain things. and. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a game that they play up there. It's back and forth, mm-hmm. and you know, I'm yeah, I'm not here for that. Mm-hmm. I didn't leave my children. I'm not wearing myself out. We don't make enough money. Mm-hmm. We make ten thousand four hundred dollars a year. Mm-hmm. I, that's not enough money for Mm-mm. me to be up here playing with y'all mm-hmm. in the sandbox. Mm-mm. Like I don't have time for that. Right. Like okay. either we gonna do this right or we ain't gonna do it at all. Okay. But uh, but yeah, I mean, people people definitely, um, some of them are on their high horses. Right. It's easy to get swept up into being important. Right, right, into feeling important and titles. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so you learn really quickly. Did you learn by observing or did you go back? Like you said, you're a reader, but did you read anything or did you just learn by just watching and observing? I had a silent angel that I won't okay. call by name. That's what's up. Because they don't like to be called out. No, but, but that's good to know that you but, had somebody um, help. Were they, they in, were they, were they in, were they house members. Okay. Yeah, they're house members. Good. And they, uh, behind the scenes, they make sure they reached out, gave me the rules that I needed to to be able to read it and break it down like I need to. Okay. And when I did make mistakes, they they were able to talk me through it. Like, okay. This is what you did, and a better way to do it would have been because there's right. really no right or wrong. Right. Right. There's, yeah. there's not really a right or wrong. It's not irreparable. Like if you made a, dis- yeah. it's not like it's disastrous. Yeah. You're not gonna get in trouble. No. It's just that it may <laughs> not go the way you wanted it to go. Right. But uh, when I did make some missteps, they just stepped in. But for me, I think it's better that I at least try and learn than it is for me to just sit on the sidelines. We got so many members <laughs> who don't say a peep I all bet. year. 
<laughs> I bet. Let me do uh, some more station identification. Again, this is uh, Mika Gadsden, and you're listening to On Radio. Please make sure if you want to stream uh, this uh, radio, if you're listening in your car, but you want to, like, stream it somewhere else, head to uh, the website, www.omradio963.org, and you can find out more information about the app. Um, or you can just tune in like you're always doing. And also, we do upload um, we do upload this show and other other of my other uh, fellow colleagues their shows we upload them on Mixcloud uh, following each each show typically so you can always access this program at a later date and you can just follow you can access it also on all Charleston Activist Network's uh, platforms on social media we will post links to the um, the shows that you can listen to on demand all right so you learning and some of your colleagues and I want to make sure I get to the whole story um, too, and, and kind of as in that last little fifteen minutes here. So yeah, so so you you're working through. How do you feel right now? This is um, you finished one what one full what what would you call it? It's a half a term. It's, oh, you only did half a term. Yeah, right? because a term is two years. Right. And we only finished the first session. So. Okay. How do you feel after your um your half a term? I feel good. You know, mm-hmm. I honestly I came into this thinking I was going to be behind mm-hmm. just because I didn't have the experience. But what I found out was that I'm not behind at all. Right. Um. Do they get a lot of work done up there? No. <laughs> so really, it's kind of like Congress. Like, there's not a lot of productivity you don't feel. I don't I don't feel like it's productive enough. Oh, wow. um, I feel like the bar could definitely be raised. Mm-hmm. I was very disappointed at where I saw uh, how we make laws in this state. Mm-hmm. And I felt like that should definitely be uh, elevated mm-hmm. to a certain degree. They're worried about how I dress. I'm worried about how they act. Wow. Let me ask you this. What's some key legislation that you kind of... <laughs> Maybe you fought for, even if it, it didn't end the way you wanted. But just what's some key legislation from the the first term or that first well, term? The equal women's pay that Wendy Brawley yeah. uh, threw up. That was definitely a, a big deal. Okay. Um, I crafted a um, a discrimination policy for schools. Uh, that's still up there. We still have a chance to get that out next, okay. next year. Did you get any, like, uh, help co-sponsorships or anything like that? Or? Uh, yeah, people co-sponsored. Okay. And, um, one of the, the the chairman of judiciary he uh he actually said he liked it he read it and uh, okay. we're working on trying to get that out okay um definitely um some of the the most important things that we did i know people like to say they created bills right i, I want to give everybody a different thought though okay we have enough laws on the books already <laughs> we need to fix the damaged ones that we already have right okay and so uh one of the most important things that we can do in the house, and, mm-hmm. and I was told this by somebody else and I really like it, is that we need to stop some things that shouldn't be going forward from going forward. Right. It's almost like the disturbing schools uh, law. I'm glad that it, it, it got rev- it was revisited last year after we saw how directly kids were going right from school to prison. Like it was creating a pipeline, one of many pipelines in terms of just policing how kids act. Um, in the school, and I know that I know. Um, yeah, I, I, I so I w- it was great to see that happen. They and don't. They're not. They're not used to a realistic voice. Right. My voice is probably one of the most realistic in the house mm-hmm. because I'm still living a lot of this stuff every day. Mm. Uh, when we talk about schools, you know, me and Nancy Mace and Celeste Davis were on a panel. Right. And so, and Nancy was talking about private school. You yeah. know, I told her I can't afford private school. Right. Public school has got to work. Right. There right. is no plan B. That wow. is the option. Right. We got to figure out a way to make that work. Right. Period. So her experience was different than yours, not that yeah. And you're and you're able you're 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 providing for your family, um, but still you're like you said you're working class and you identify so you don't feel like you. There's a lot of you have a lot of lawyers as colleagues too. Yeah, I do. And they work for themselves. <laughs> right. So um, they've got a little bit more financial and some other mobility. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So you represent. That's good. I'm I'm happy you're there because you represent real people. What what should people look? How can people support you if they just want to? Well, I have an Act Blue account, and okay. if you don't know what that is, you can just simply put my name, which is spelled K R Y S T L E Simmons, <laughs> and uh, Act Blue in Google. Okay, and it will send you to my link. Um, also, you can find me on Facebook at Crystal Simmons for SC House. Okay, you can find me on Twitter at, at Crystal Simmons. Uh, I think I'm on everywhere as Crystal yeah. Simmons. Yeah, <laughs> and, and so like, so do you have to worry about like starting a re-election campaign? Anytime I am, soon? I am starting a re-election campaign. So if you want to support me, even now, uh, even now, okay, you can send checks to uh, Crystal Simmons for SC House okay. or campaign for Crystal Simmons. Okay, they can they can access that information at PO okay. Box five five five, Lassen, <laughs> South Carolina two nine four five six. 
<laughs> okay. So that's that's important to know. Um, people can support you, and that's what can, both campaigns need help. They need financial help. Did you ever? Did, have you had any? You, have you received any word on folks saying that they might run against you? You might have some competition. I have not heard about that yet, yeah. but I don't travel in those circles. Right. So if you hear, uh, feel free to let me know. Oh boy, I haven't heard anything. So okay, so what? Um, huh? I'm I'm looking at my thing. Okay, I'm sorry. Somebody, somebody sent me somebody a text. Somebody have a question? No, no, I'm not. I'm not live anymore. I just something else. Sorry about that. But no. Uh, so, so what would you leave? No, I wanted to ask you about some projects you said you had when I when you and I had lunch. What else is around on, on the horizon for you in terms of what you're trying to do as just a woman as a voice? Oh, so you know, I have the hundred women meetings. Right. Uh, women learn to live out loud. Where's that? And, What's that? Uh, I I do them every so often. The next one is coming up. Um, I'm gonna give you a tentative date of. Uh, August 31st okay <laughs> and it's gonna be in Folly Beach and it's oh, gonna wow. be great uh, really I just meet with these women and I kind of just pour out myself into them and try to encourage them and give them a boost there's a lot of powerful women mm -hmm. that run the low country and you know they're dealing with things like mental illness things mm -hmm. like suicide depression anxiety um, and it's tough to be a warrior but I want these women I want all women to understand that with that kind of genius, mm -hmm. there comes a, a quiet torture, mm -hmm. and it's it's okay. Oh, I know, too and well. it's okay. <laughs> you don't you don't have to uh, mm -hmm. you don't have to fight against it in in the way that you're thinking. You have to fight against it. It's kind of part of the part that comes with right. So you work um, actively with other women. You try to create community among women. Express, uh, I guess, share your lived experiences. And that's what you that's what you like to do when you're not working or being a mom. Yeah. Uh, you just I mentor for DJJ for the girls. Okay. And, uh, I volunteer. Me and my kids volunteer oh. on Christmas morning down here downtown. Right. Uh, yeah, we volunteer on Thanksgiving. You know, it's it's good to give back. But right. We, we got to be a new democratic uh, system right. where we where we're still held to our morals, but right. we're no not so soft that we get ran over. I am the new. I'm the new wave of Democrat. Wow. Uh, my back is strong. Right. Uh, and I'm not going to let you run over me just up. because I'm willing to so be giving. What What would you tell someone like me? You already told us that you would want us to kind of like not subscribe to this, um, not be outraged by the, the algorithm, by Facebook, by the news, cable news. What would you, um, what kind of advice would you impart to folks who want to get into this discussion who are like intimidated, like just about policy just intimidates them? It, it, politics, you said? Yeah, like if they want to know more about like who's running for president, who's running for mayor of Charleston, how would you encourage them to kind of get involved? I would encourage them to reach out to their representative, whether they're Republican or Democrat, doesn't right. matter. Mm -hmm. If they're your representative, they still have to represent right. you. That's right. And if you can't get them, reach out to another. There's 124 of us in the house. <laughs> and anytime you want something, you got to come through all of us anyway. Okay. So find somebody who's receptive or somebody who's close by. Uh, hit me up. I mentioned this to Benny because I'll go, like, especially if Ren or Planned Parenthood or um, Moms Demand Action, uh, Indivisible. I've gone up to the State House for so many things, either protests, rallies, or to go and sit in, in um, what do you call that? I was up there in the, in the, um, in the atrium. In the atrium. In the balcony. In the yep. balcony. So wh would you suggest, like, people come to the State House and sit in on meetings? Yeah, because yeah, I've done that. Subcommittee meetings are yeah. where you find out. We have an app now called SC Legislature. So you can download that on your phone. Right. And if there's a bill or a topic that you're interested in, you can search for it okay. and actually flag it, and it will let you know every time it's updated. Okay. Well, Crystal, thank you so much. Let's give a round of applause. Everybody hit me up. I'm a pack studio. <laughs> thank you, Tatiana. Thank you, Brooklyn. Thank you, Scam Cook. Thank you, Crystal, for being <laughs> for being here no i really appreciate you more than you know yeah, thanks for having you me. an inspiration you a black history icon living and i look forward to seeing you make other people mad because it ain't just me <laughs> we both gotta kind of agitate from um from both ends of our our world they're so. learning how to feed me yeah <laughs> you feed me i'm less angry but more than that they learn how to listen to you they, i think That's they're true. learning how to listen to authoritative black women's voices and leadership and i think this city this region needs to get used to women being leaders, um, black women being leaders. So I appreciate you for kind of going out there. Well, I thank it. you for leading the way. It's a radio show. Oh, I appreciate that. Trying to, as I, you know, my G Herbo breaks might have made some people mad. But this is Miked Up on Own Radio. I'm Mika Gadsden. Until next time, stay, uh, I always say stay black. So I'm going to say that. Stay black. <laughs>